When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This holiday, whether you're making a Kroger Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Kroger has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hmm. Brought to you by Grow Generation. Today's episode of The Cantina is... Whether on Dagaba or Tatooine you are, everything you need to grow right where you are, they have. Later in the episode, more on them you will hear. Hmm. <laughs> Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top-shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a Loma Nail, and remember, no droids allowed. Thank you guys so much for uh, joining us today on the Cantina. That, that's right, it's fri- Friday uh, and it's time to talk talk about some Star Wars. I am your host, well, one of your your hosts, Kyle, and joined uh, again after taking a week off by Cam Clark. What's up, up, oh, Cam? Hey, no, the other much, nothing much. Yeah, disappointed I couldn't join last week. Unfortunately, I ended up double double booked. Yeah, so, and was having a lot of technical issues as well. So. Yeah, it's all, all good for those of you that might, might be joining us on the f- first time. Cam, of course, is the other host. We co-host this show, so switch up every now, now and then. Something we started a long time ago. ago and I'm going to apologize right now. Both of my, my, my galaxy far, far away as well. Yeah, right. right. Uh, both of my <laughs> cats are eyeballing each other like they're going to to kill each other like, right now so if the, you hear this like, is it we've been building this yes. up um <laughs> it's time to fight for who is the dominant cat da, 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 da. come here uh but yeah yeah so uh welcome welcome here lrm's uh uh one and only star wars podcast for for the moment uh where we like to uh prove that uh not everyone th- thinks the same and that's okay, and then we also like to uh, make sure that our our audience is well in, informed on the latest and, and greatest in, in Star Wars news, uh, occasional rumors, uh, even more occasionally or l- less occasionally, less m- more rarely uh, leaks. But you know those are those are got to be ver- verified, and we got to feel good about it, and yada 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 yada. But the point be- being is. 
you're not going to hear a bunch of BS BS here. And I kind of like that. I don't know. What 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 do you what do you think, Cam? I've been seeing a, a lot of like shit storms on online and it's kind of like nice to sit here and talk about like real Star Wars news, you know? Yeah. Of which if we're talking real Star Wars news, there really hasn't been much and sometimes when the there really isn't much news, it drives a lot of the uh, content creators that's what i'm going to call these people because you know <laughs> hey hey, I mean, hey hey i wouldn't hey. call us you know but <laughs> i know i know <laughs> we 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 have a purpose you know and which is ultimately lrm is whatever the news mm-hmm. is you know that but some people uh, their entire purpose is to make money off youtube videos about star yeah. wars so if there ain't much star wars news going on just got to make it up or you've got to kind of create a drama where there isn't one and we've seen a little bit of that this week. There was, however, an interesting report from Variety, um, mm-hmm. which um, I think you've you've seen. Um, yes, that, I did. Um, Just got done re- reading it. Yeah, um, and you know, it's it's a really simple piece. It's just it's just really talking about you know Disney, how everything's going on over there at the moment, and it talks about some of the rumors that Kevin Feige was going to take a a bigger role in Lucasfilm. Um, and basically just says, that's bullshit. Um, Kevin Feige is not looking in any way to, to you know, get into Lucasfilm any more than the one movie he's doing. Um, you know, there's no guarantee. They're not going to say, you know, that everything that is the way it is just now will stay the same going forward. But basically we're saying they expect Kevin Kennedy to kind of re-up for another two or three years. And her position as president and Kevin Feige to carry on doing what he's doing in terms of president of Marvel because it was working well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that ultimately, um, that's that's the fact. That's the facts there. And there, there really wasn't any, any difference to that. But, of course, some people will have you believe that there's been some giant battle going on behind the scenes, you know, equivalent of Darth Vader versus Luke Skywalker for the yeah. soul of Star Wars. And that, you know, if Kennedy is staying on, that means that the Emperor has won this round, you know, and it's just, it's just absolute garbage, you know. Um, I'm sick of hearing it. And we, you know, we even get people, you know, that, that come across this stuff and they don't really understand um, how bullshit a lot of it is. So they believe some of it and, you know. It's 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 um it's nice to be able to correct those people and point them towards a bit of facts and evidence from time to time, but you know, hey. But that yeah, that so that this week has created, you know, a lot of people and you watch this stuff to to see what they're saying, I don't watch it, so you'll maybe be able to let me know how this has been kinda of getting how this has been getting what what's the word I want to look for? I don't want to say reported because that that's just that's what we would do with it. Um, and really, it's such a nothing story. We didn't even cover it as a, as an article. You know, what, what we're going to do headline status quo remains. Do you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. because that's the news. Um, so it's fine. It's a great piece for Variety themselves, but it's not the kind of news peeps that we want to take and say. You know, if you don't read Variety, check this out because it was really important. You know, it's because it's like a a nothing. You know, story if 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 you like. Um, in fact, the far more interesting was the kind of political stuff that's going on at the more high end of Disney mm-hmm. um, in terms of kind of the bobs, if you like, the bobs. and you know yeah. how 
and how that kind of not not in any bad way, but just how it's changing because there's a Who's new guy in... in charge that's doing things a lot exactly. You know, you've got um the way some insiders put it, and I'm I'm paraphrasing the Variety article yeah, yeah. now because they they spoke with a bunch of anonymous in, insiders, and these these rank from uh mid mirrored mid tier mm-hmm. executives and assistants uh to uh um. Like upper management of individual um, d- divisions and th- things like that, uh, but there was this huge shift from the the content creators having uh, there's that term, and I mean it as far as like people like you know your your creative teams having a lot of control at Disney, while now it's going towards um, uh, the uh, uh, distribution teams like the yeah. the the. Yeah. the you know the the revenue generators, if if you will, and but, you know it's as it bizarre because you know that's the first way that I read that is the distribution needs. You know, it's like saying like the salesman, you know, mm-hmm. that does door to door as the one who makes us the money. But unless you have a product at the factory to begin with, you've nothing to sell. You know, right? So to a degree, to 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 a, to a point, yeah, but. We got to look at the the restructuring of of Disney in general towards what it is that they they do, and the name Disney uh, uh, is now all about di- distributing that that brand and the br- brands underneath them. While I yeah, think especially the, with yeah. Disney Plus, because it's this way to just get your brand out there right to the public, and I think directly. I think. Uh, what they did with Marvel is a, and I think they're going to be tr- trying to look, not necessarily creatively like Feige, but the structure of Marvel for some of their other b- brands, which include things like Pixar and and Lucasfilm. Yeah, yeah. I think I they're going to. Specifically, they mentioned the example of sort of Pirates of the Caribbean. At the moment, it's not really something that's getting mm-hmm. people excited, so they have to do something to get people excited and of course that's where the talent comes in you know because yep. what you need is someone to have a really good idea and to make a really good film right. and that's what generates the interest so i think what you're gonna see is like you and i've kind of talked about and and look um i still think creatively we have seen compartmentalization in disney now it might just be because they're not t- talking about things as much in, in public but compartmentalization is actually not a bad thing it's it's a good thing it's an uh it's an ext- extension of something we used to call in the in the the army of keep, keep it at the lowest level like whenever uh, no matter what it was mm. you know if you can well handle you know, it in-house however you know i've obviously good or bad, a completely bad. different industry yeah. from that and i think the way the military runs isn't necessarily the way a good company runs, though, because it's, you know, you have to keep people happier a little bit more, you know, and the military is more about... I am getting at. at uh, the idea maybe, of keeping maybe. it at the lo- lowest level, I'm not talking about, like, fights or anything like that. I'm, I'm talking about, like, s- self-sustainment. Like, you, you tr- try to make an individual g- group 
whatever that that group is a, a squad company platoon or in in civilian world you know a uh uh lo- local store the re- the regional uh uh market uh, or yeah, your national. department and a bigger organization exactly, exactly. Or something like Com- that. compartmental compartmentalization then you get things in like franchises and, and stuff like that it's not a rare rare thing in business is what i was trying to get at but it is a different thing in inter entertainment mm. so i'm i'm thinking disney is looking at themselves saying basically now we are at the the head we're the we're the national head or we are the uh, yeah. army and all of our uh div- divisions are made up of lucasfilm which is made up of battalions of st- star wars and indiana jones mm-hmm. and um and even within you exactly. know, you've got like um, even within Star Wars, you know, from what I mean, we're not experts from, but what we hear from behind the scenes, you've got sort of an animation side and a mm-hmm. live action side, and the movie side is slightly different again, you know. So, mm-hmm. so the, yeah, there isn't all. It's not just one team doing everything. That's that's not and how it works. Exactly, and with Star Wars, I can understand a lot of the a- apprehension with you know, oh God, con- continuity. I hate to t- tell you guys this, but Disney that themselves has all but quietly through continuity for their entire yeah. universe. I mean, they've basically lots of things they've yeah, done yeah. recently that um, it's got you know, gone. <laughs> I mean, even just episode one of the Bad Batch doesn't match continuity from comics. Yeah. Yep. So canon. you know yep. now before or canon or can, they always canon used to say there's, there's well canon is what I would say, um you know because canon eyes you know that's yeah. that's that's the where the the word that comes from ah um, uh-huh. got, got it so um but yeah there, it used to be that they had this well there's the canon you know that we that we follow. And then kind of Pablo Hidalgo, who's obviously one of the senior people within the story group, and it's that story group, their job is to keep the canon. It basically said, you know, well, canon is whatever it needs to be at that, mm-hmm. <laughs> at that time, you know. And I, I think that what that comes from is, is, you know, because you just don't know what, you know, so look, when Taika Waititi comes in and says, well, look, here's my pitch, and Disney go, this is fantastic, we want to do it, and then they go, you know, what if there's an idea in there that story group go, oh, that kind of, that, that, you know, that would, um, that would uh, cause us issues with a comic that was released three years ago. Mm-hmm. Disney doesn't give a fuck about that compared to getting Taika Waititi to direct the Star Wars film. Now, mm-hmm. we're not, see- this is just an example I'm using here because we know yeah, nothing yeah. about Taika Waititi's film. Um but I think they were. I think they were already doing that with with the sequel trilogy. I mean, they let J.J. Abrams just do whatever he wanted, basically. I mean, they let him throw out the entirety of Lucas's outline uh, when he came in, because uh, remember, think... up until that point, they were still trying to develop his outline as a as a movie. They brought him in. Mm-hmm. He was the man they wanted, and the first thing he did was throw that out and kind of started again. And when they brought him back the next time, obviously, I've read the script to Jewel of the Fates that, that was, is what he did was threw that out in its entirety and started the whole scripting process again, which didn't really follow on very well from even the movie that came before it, you mm-hmm. know. And the, 
at that point Lucasfilm were still willing to kind of say you're our man you know you made us a lot of money the first time so let's see how you go again and it was a fucking disaster mm-hmm. so you know it's, a get, it's getting that balance there has to be a balance you know there has to be someone there that goes you know when somebody comes up with a great idea at some point in the future you know you know it's going to happen some some big director's going to walk in and go do you know what I never fucking really liked Star Wars anyway but I've got a bit of clout about me now and I'd like to do something completely different with Star Wars that, you know, and and they go into it and some Disney executive goes, oh, that's a great idea and ruins a canon. There has to be someone that just goes, well, that that ruins everything. No, we, we can't do that. We've, yeah. been, we've been down this path before. So I think, you know, it is getting that balance right and it's trade-offs, you know, so... If you what you're going to do is going to decanonize the movies, it's not going to work because you you can't do that. that's a step uh-huh. too far if you like. But if it's a comic book or a novel that was canon before, you know millions of Star Wars fans won't necessarily know what that is, mm-hmm. and Disney will basically throw it in the blender if they need to 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 go the way they need to go. That's just how it's going to be going forward. That's like um. It's it's kind of like the the price we had had to pay in order to get more um uh Star Wars content on on screen almost uh the the idea and well, I, I don't I, know because well, you know I mean if we look at what we have got so far on screen there's not a lot that really has done much you know outside if i'm not talking about the movies but just talk about what they've done disney plus i mean if we didn't have that sequel trilogy just for example um everything that's happened in the mandalorian so far would have completely tied in with what we had up to that point which was the prequels the old trilogy um Mm. clone wars and and rebels yes i i agree i agree with that with that but as far as the the idea that Disney had of putting as much stuff on screen as they have while continuing to write books and and comics. You almost have to give up the idea that they had of, oh, we're erasing the EU and here's the new new timeline. And from this point forward, everything we we touch, except for kids stuff only, you know, Mm. like the, you know, uh, baby book, the little golden books and stuff like that uh that all of this is good going to be canon lofty dreams and it sounds good and great and everyone looks over at marvel and they're like well marvel can do it surely star wars can-. well no not necessarily but marvel because- never did it because there are so i mean you go on the marvel page of- in disney plus and you see tons of different canon you know all the old cartoons right which, which they rebooted a million times yep. you know um, you've got the X Men movies. Um, you've got right. the original. But I'm talking uh, the you M- know they're not MCU specific specifically. Like p- people expected that that t- type of co- cohesion, not necessarily understanding the difference that Disney was looking to move forward without any. Um, I don't want to say no source material because everyone's going to be like, oh, what about the E? Look, they they said it. I'm the biggest EU shill there is. I I I, I love it. I I love the EU. Like I hate that it's gone. But when they said it was gone, that was it for it being legit. Like source material, like the way a Civil War comic from Mark Millar is to to uh, the the MCU, and 
in order to... But then, but even then, it's different, you know, so they don't, you know, you, you don't read the comic and then mm-hmm. you watch the MCU film and go, oh, they've changed it. That's a disgrace well, because we used to think if, this if was If you're canon. JC, do. Oh, no, <laughs> don't. Well, yeah, because... Yeah, because he, he, he's just got no interest in the MCU because he loves the comics yeah, and, he and wants that page world to so screen. much. So, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a completely yeah, different... Yeah, it's fine for people to you know, be that way. We, just, we, we like Jay, we're just messing with him. Opinion, but, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I certainly enjoyed all the comic books as a kid. You know, I stopped mm-hmm. reading them. You know, I didn't read them as, a, as an adult, but... The MCU doesn't follow the comic books all the time, but sometimes we have a vague idea of the way things are going to go through the comics, you know what I mean? So it's, there's still different universes, basically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's easy to explain that in Marvel because you can just say multiverses and there's all these different airs. Star Wars kind of was always one big canon, and, and as you say, if, if, if some writer mentioned how something works in an EU book, that was how it worked. Do you know what I mean? At that point, but... You know, yeah, in order for Disney to progress further, I think they had to, you know, their original idea was let's just ban that and go a new way. But I think they just need to, as we've said, as we're finding is happening, just adjust the canon a little bit as they go now. But the the, the main focus for Star Wars always has to be the visual medium. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where that the, live, the live action That's where it overall. came from. Marvel came from the comics. Star Wars started as a film, so you know that's that's its roots. I agree, and like I I know that statement I just just made might upset some people that that the live action canon is more important than uh, the cartoons following in. Because let's let's not even forget that there's certain aspects of like Clone Wars that were <laughs> brought in from uh, the EU. And then later on, featured in the EU uh, again, like the um, the uh, father and the son and the daughter, the the embodiments of the the Force or whatever, and yeah. Abeloth, the the mom that got corrupted or whatever. She ended up, you know, c- coming back in in the EU, uh, in the legacy of the Force or F- Fate of the Jedi, whichever was the la- last one before it was uh, canceled, I be- believe, and. Um, yeah, because at the time when Clone Wars mm-hmm. began, it was before. Yeah, you know, I mean, so really, it only ended on exactly. the Disney. That was it. Yeah, so you 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 literally do have to accept that. Um, Disney's realized that they're lofty, kind of like when when they canceled the every year Star Wars thing. You know, Bob Iger came out and he's like, "Yeah, we're we're that was my." He even came out and was like, "It was my bad. I wanted to see." You know, we wanted to do this and yada yada yada, and uh, that's when we learned that. Um, like yeah, I mean, officially, they just wanted to make their money the back as that, quickly yeah, as yeah. they could. That that's all. They thought they could that it would marvel itself, and it didn't. And they learned a lesson, and we sh- we should take. They didn't give themselves the time to say mm-hmm. that. Marvel began slowly, you know, one exactly. movie at a time. You know, let's build it up. Where do we go next? Mm-hmm. Star Wars kind of jumped ten way. This is this is a new trilogy. Yep. You know, um, before they had an idea of what that new trilogy would be. And, you know, that mistake is is always going to hover over Disney because, mm-hmm. I mean, that brings us on to another point, which was <clears throat> we get sent, you know, remember that thing I sent you? We get sent some statistical information about streaming. Not yes, sure how legit it is. Um, I'm just going to kind of give a mention here of... 
who that was. Um, I don't know if you've got it on you. Yes, uh, uh, give me a second. I just want to kind of yeah. I'll I'll, them. I'll I'll say this uh, while Cam is looking that up. Why don't we go ahead and take a message or take a message, take a word from our sponsors over over at Grow Generation. Uh, yeah, t- take it away, uh, ad re- ad reader. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. The Grow Generation commercial team is armed with industry-leading professional consultants. Grow Generation's team will help you fully manage any size or scale project. They offer turnkey facility designs, cultivation room design, and on-site project consultation. Go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. And thank you guys so much for sponsoring the show today. We appreciate it. You guys can find Grow Generations information link in the descriptions below. Be sure to tell them who who sent you over there. So, uh, just just watch. I believe it it is just watch. Yeah, we've we found out in the the commercial break there. So yeah, it's um just watch. It's an international streaming guide with more than twenty million users. Blah 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 blah. So they had sent us a bit of sort of information on just how the, the the Star Wars franchise works in terms of the streaming. Who's streaming? Who's watching it? You know, mostly, obviously, this will be Disney+. Plus. Um, and what is really quite startling is how little the sequel trilogy gets. So, you know, people that stream Star Wars, guess what's the most popular thing? It's still the original trilogy. And after that, it's the Mandalorian, obviously. Well, it's the Mandalorian first, actually, and then they're, because it's so, so new and so, so new. popular, yeah. then the original trilogy, and then it's basically the cartoon stuff. So, this, um, this is the Clone funny... Wars, Rebels, etc. Yeah. Then the prequels, then it's the sequel trilogy. You know, that's like the lowest thing. It's down there with the, well, you know, the no, non-canon the, stuff. The prequels uh did less or uh, get streamed less than than um the sequel trilogy by by far uh the prequels are the oh, right, the, the lowest of the, the movies um other and than the sequel trilogy and then yeah yeah other than the but, cartoon what, that's obviously what's shocking about that though is yeah that they're so new you know yeah. like the rise of skywalker is literally the most recent star wars film that's on there um, and and it do obviously gets streamed more than the other two, but you know the you. I mean, that I'll just, tell you I think backs up that people just don't like that sequel trilogy, yeah. and we're stuck with it. Now, you know, that's it's... what I was gonna say. The and and again, ladies and gentlemen, this is from a, a group called Just Watch the the streaming guide. Um, it says it's based on Just Watch user t- title engagement in the U.S. as of May twenty twenty one. And uh, uh, t- take it for w- what it's worth. This is the first time we've ever been sent anything by the, this particular group. Uh, what I've been found shocking is just how c- closely the sequel trilogy's streaming is. is. Um, you are right. Rise does kind of eke out, and I think that's a that's a testament to expect? how many people said in in December of twenty nineteen, I can wait, I can wait, and that's what I think think happened is. People waited. Yeah, even I watched it once on Disney Plus because it would have been the second time I'd ever. I'd only watched it once mm-hmm. in theater, so I thought, well, I'm going to watch this one more time. You know, yeah. For, for and exactly. And then you look at the what's interesting about the pre or the OT to to me and how well it does. Um, 
uh, even surpassing the others is knowing how few fans there are of the versions that are streaming. Like people begrudgingly, for the most part, not all, but people begrudgingly watch those. I know like a lot of people have got gotten used to it. Used to it. I think it's probably the best. Yeah, that's why I kind of say... And we've talked before about how, you know, we, 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 Kale and I do slightly differ on this, and Kale's more of a traditionalist, like, give Mm. me the originals. God damn right. I I think there's enough positives um, that I, you know, in some of the versions that I would just watch it, but there are are two or three moments that just stand Mm. out to me that I just despise about the current versions that are on there. Give me, um, give me your, your, your... God's to honest answer because this, this is this is mine's a yes to this question. If they would release the original ninety seven and four uh, special edition in four K, would that become your if and, and nothing nothing else? It's the current Blu Ray or that ninety seven like in in twenty twenty seven some fortieth fiftieth fiftieth. Yeah. That mean, to me is like uh, the, yeah, only the only I thing that would like. really piss me off would be the Greedo scene then. Yes, you know exactly. That would be the only thing that pissed me off. And the Han and Jabba thing—they cleaned it up, made it look a little bit better going forward. So there's there's things I would miss about the later versions. You know what I mean? That they just cleaned up, made better, yeah. but they just kept making it worse. Yes, as well, he did. You know? No, so, let's not say they. So, let's say he. Let's say who. who it was. <laughs> the worst one for me now is the Vader. No, no. what is it for you? I don't know. I, I it was it was. Look, guys, no one can take away what Lucas, what George Lucas cr- created. Uh, we're all thankful for. It. We're here talk. We're here talking because of it. We're passionate. Yeah, but the guy, what the guy cre- lost the plot. But the guy, a long time ago. And look, this is this is one of those uh, uh things you you and I've t- talked about before. Um, there there's two t- two times where something you create kind of gets taken out of out of your hands one is if you are playing in someone else's sandbox i.e like a comic writer that goes and writes for marvel or or dc and plays with their characters and uh the other time is when something becomes a a a in embedded integral part of the 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 consciousness the culture of a major portion of the the population, like like Star Wars mm. did, and it's kind yeah. of un- unfortunate that it became so beloved because it constrained the creator himself to a degree. And I say that as a person that a hundred percent disagrees with the d- direction that he t- took, but I can understand his feelings, his his frustration. I I often often wonder. If I think he was prequel... trying to rock the boat a little bit sometimes when he, he did the prequels. Like, he, he, he specifically, you know, he just didn't get that adults were still yeah, into yes. these movies and he wanted to make them more for kids. But, right. you know... that Yeah, like, and and I, I think maybe even a chance that he overcorrected a little bit on on that with the prequel trilogy at first in, in episode one, really trying to look for more return of the Jedi, less empire, but enough empire to get us back in theaters. But, but with our kids for, you know, your, your age and, and myself, I was a t- teenager. So, so, but, uh, 
regardless, we we love what he created, but he didn't necessarily do any better of a job with it uh, after the 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 OT than than Disney Disney has. But I can at no. least say that um, out of every everything out there, but the one difference is though that despite them being bad movies, the prequels. There's there's one or two like canon things that you go ah oh, well, you could debate them all day this doesn't make mm-hmm. sense and you have to find head canon or but because it was still him at that point it was like when Tolkien changes something no this is a new version yeah, of what yeah. I've decided that's the canon because that's the creator you know and ultimately his his decision I mean if he says yes or no to something. That 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 was like God's decision at that point because he ran it. You know, it was his creation. He ran it. He had all the rights. You know, I mean, nobody could do anything without. You know, could make money off that brand yeah. without his say so and approval. But it was too much for him. It was. You know, he didn't want it. He didn't want it. He just wanted to sit back and chill. Do you know what I mean? And make the the stuff he did. So you know, when he, he just when he went into the prequels, I just think he was it was at the wrong point in his life. You know, he took it on himself, and what he really should have done is what he tried to do with the the sequel trilogy was just say, like, I'll finance it even. Do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I'm going to hire writers, I'm going to hire you know directors to bring this vision, and I'm just giving you the outline. You know, and yeah. you guys are going to go and make that. We could have got you know something as good as the original trilogy almost, you know, it really could have been something special. But unfortunately it just wasn't it wasn't up to the task of writing. I don't know or if you can... directing at I don't... that point in his career. I don't I don't know if you could necessarily take the uh more childish ideas and even with a new team make them as a as appealing, and then I know what people are gonna say. Look at the Ma- Mandalorian, Ahsoka, and Thrawn, and and all all of that. But but we gotta re- remember that the way the Mandalorian is introduced didn't have any of those characters, and they immediately set a a more mature tone and reintroduced these these uh past. Uh, I mean, Clone Wars arguably the first season of without Ma- uh, Mando was the most mature. Kind yes, of Star Wars exactly. has been almost because um, you know it's basically like it's almost like a spaghetti western, exactly. which are not exactly. for kids. You know what I mean? Which allows um, you to reintroduce those. But kid, more do you know what, car- what? Do you know what it shows you though? Guess who What's loves that? the Mandalorian? Kids, they fucking love yeah. it. Yeah, yes. Right? Just like because we love people. Star just Wars. Want, you know, man, my son thinks the Mandalorian is absolutely amazing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have Mine to too. be. You don't have to be too kiddish to bring the kids in. When I was a kid, I fell in love with Star Wars, The Last Starfighter, you know, Battlestar Galactica, yep. The A-Team, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Ghostbusters. These weren't, you know, necessarily designed kids for kids, now. were they, at all, you know? So, you know, just I think the people sometimes think of kids as being these dumb little species that you need to mm-hmm. kind of you need to dumb everything down for and I just don't think that's giving them the appreciation that they deserve you know alright you're maybe not going to bring in six year olds that you know want to go and watch happy fun time things at the cinema uh, and they need to go to the toilet every two seconds but once mm-hmm. you get to sort of eight or nine year olds you know what I mean I think especially then you know those kids 
you know, will sit and watch a movie and get engaged yeah. in it. Lucas, you know, Lucas does all the look at all the, time the MCU. Now. <laughs> you yes, know what I mean exactly. That that's a it's prime not example. Dumbed down for kids. You know? I I actually honestly think my my son is ready to if if our theater is doing Black Widow traditionally on a you know Thursday night release. I think Lucas is more than capable of seeing that. Um, yeah. And what and age is he? He's he's he'll be eight this year. Um, right. So that's about yeah. what age I started taking on to see the MCU films. And what I found was up until Avengers, which was two thousand and twelve. Right. So he was what? Yeah. And in fact, I, he was even younger than that. Aaron at the time, my son. Um. So, um. Two two so he was like five when Avengers came out, right? The first one I'd ever took him to see was Iron Man Two, and he fell asleep. You know, <laughs> but he could he could watch them in his room when he could play mm-hmm. with his figures and all that as well, and his attention didn't have to be there. And it kind of it was like that with each MCU movie that we saw at the pictures up until you know, and a few other ones we saw as well, you know, um, until he got to Avengers. And about halfway through Avengers, I, you know, he was doing the old, oh, I'm starting to get a bit fed up with this, mm-hmm. can we go home? And then once everything kicks in at the end of Avengers, I saw him sit forward in his seat with his jaw open, <laughs> and he just sat there staring at the screen until the credits rolled, and that was it. That was him hooked, do you know yep. what I mean? And every film after that, he could sit through them, no problem at yeah. all. So it's just it's getting that experience where they fall in love with it and their attention's drawn to it, just mm-hmm. the film, and then they, I think they're good after that. I I don't know whether I should be be um you know Luke, Luke Lucas got went has gone through that with, with Star Wars and, and Marvel and it's been wonderful to watch. But um as we're kind of wrapping up our little like freeform discussion of Star Wars, the restructuring of 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 it the creative side and and things um i I would be remiss if i wouldn't mention uh my my current regression into adolescent kyle mode where i am just weaving out and all all about my my anime again and my son is getting to discover a lot of really fun shows age appropriate of course um uh, shows like uh, uh, Cells at Work, which is just this really ridiculous, jokey shonen type show with like uh, taking place inside the the body, like imaginary, like all your cells are actual people and have jobs and like stuff. Workers, it's, yeah, yeah. It's... I remember a cartoon strip like, that was in mm-hmm. one of the British um, sort of kiddie mags or whatever. Do you know what I mean? When I was a kid, they had a thing called the numbskulls and it was yep. basically the, I remember that. the workman inside your body. Do you remember yes. that? Yeah, I, I, I wasn't that. sure if it had made its way to the States. I, um, that, I don't uh, remember much about it. I just remember reading it as a kid. There was, um, I used to frequent a site. I don't even know if it, it still exists, but I used to read uh, comic strips, like new, newspaper strips, and, and uh, they yeah. would occasionally have... Uh, the longer form ones, the ones that got picked up and put into either uh, like gra- graphic novels or light light mm. light novels or 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 a longer book or like a tr- trade or s- something, and I, I I can remember numbskulls and and body stuff. It was God as middle school, so like ninety six, ninety seven, early years of the internet. I think maybe he um any anywho, uh he's getting to to discover cool fun stuff and watching him really pay attention and 
I think what's kind of encouraging is seeing him pay more attention to that that than the game in his hand. Um, I kind of like that a little bit more to a degree right now for him because he's been so game up obsessed. Uh, so, so seeing him just expand his hori- horizons a bit is uh, a lot of fun and, and encouraging. Do you know now, you know, for all the things that people say video games are bad, they've also said these days that video games actually help a lot with mental health issues. So oh, yeah. kids that play video games actually tend to have less mental health issues than kids that don't play video games. Yeah, and also it depends go. on, like, inter- interactions on online and stuff like that. Like I said, for, for him specifically, it's just he's been super hyper-focused on on one thing for about a year, and that that's Portal. Uh, and all things related to, to Portal. Um, and so seeing him get interested in something else is encouraging. Like I said, expanding his horizons and stuff. He still plays my, games. My son but, used to change yeah. his mind every week. So, you know, he'd play something or he'd oh, watch no. something, and then he was into that, and it was that was it. And he'd be talking about, you know, this is when he was a bit younger anyway. I want this for my birthday. I want that for my Christmas. And then two <laughs> weeks later, it would change. So we had a rule, like, see if he had his own money saved up or anything like that. And he's like, I want to buy this figure I've seen online, Dad. Yeah. We had a rule that you had to wait an entire week, right? Um, seven days. So from the date that he said he wanted it, um, he had to wait seven days. And if he still wanted it seven days later, he could buy it. Do you know it's... how many years it took him to get something? Because he could never make up. He would always oh, change his mind within that seven days every time. It's, yeah, that that, that cool, cool down period. That's yeah, fun, cool fun stuff, period. yeah. I don't really know how, how else to end this show other than saying, guys, we we love Star Wars. Tell us what, what you think about news. Star Wars. Hopefully and, there'll be more next week. Yeah, you, you know, uh, it is, it is, we've been saying this, guys, we can't deny that Kennedy made money. We can't deny that there's some, some obvious changes in the way Lucasfilm is at least handling uh, uh, story priorities. Um, LRM's not going to, and the cantina's not going to try to project sh- stuff. You know, when we talk about a fight or disagreements, it's like what v- Variety talks about in, the, in their ar- article, which is, you know, boardroom fights and boardroom disagreements, which are all like, well, I want to do this. Well, you're not doing that, and I'm in charge, so okay, bye. You know, like, yeah, it, it happens, sure, <clears throat> yeah. but but uh, the cool thing cool thing is guys is that there's there's exciting potential in in the pipe uh and no matter what happens t- tomorrow as long as you you wake up you, you've got the ot and that'll that'll never cha- change so you can never take that away you can you. never take Although that away Lucas kind of tried he tried but i've i you know between uh uh, things like the de-specialized versions, and and if you can get your hands on, uh, the DVDs that I that I got, you know, co- copies of those, uh, the laser discs, yeah, you can... just turn the volume down at a certain point of Return of the Jedi, <laughs> and it's not too bad. It's not too too bad. That and um, uh, what's the other one that I can't stand that he did in the uh in the blue Blu-ray? Which movie? I can't re- rem- remember. There's it's it's Empire or or a New Hope. Well, Empire, the only new, big change was um, the Emperor stuff. That that's it. That 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 was yeah. 
clear as day now because they used his episode three makeup with the fucked up rubber neck. And um, yeah, I I, I hate that. Yeah. But you are apart from the makeup right. looking good. But yeah, it still looked better monkey in my face. opinion than Emperor Monkey Face. Although the lines completely just but the lines are better. Pull the weight yeah. of that movie out. Man, anyway, yeah, anyway, the, line, the lines were better in the original. Yeah, so uh, yeah, guys, anyway. uh, join us next week. In the meantime, make sure you guys are subscribed to our YouTube channel. Uh, it is really, really great that we've uh, broken four thousand viewers. So, to all of you that are subscribed, thank you. If you're not, please hit that 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 red button, subscribe, so you know when all the great content is being released, like the show, uh, the the LR, LR Morning Show, which is going to the become the daily company's genre uh, as you guys see us expanding into the genre verse and all that um, be, be subscribed uh, follow us at your favorite podcast uh, distribution app I guess that's what it's called Spotify SoundCloud Apple that, that, the, those things we're, we're, we're at all of them and we're, we're free we're cheap man we're, we're su- super super cheap all, all we cost you is a little bit, bit of bandwidth um, yeah I can be found at, at Kyle Malone on Twitter Cam what, where can you be found at at LRM underscore cam. And yeah, other than that, guys, keep your, your uh, eyes and ears to LRMonline.com. Follow us on Twitter like we just gave you our handles. And yeah, thank you, Grow Generation, for sponsoring us. And everyone, we'll talk to you next week. May the force be with you. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 